Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, Jeremy Byers is on the show. He, he's a young one. He's a, he's a youngin'. Uh, I think Jeremy's uh, 16, maybe 17 years old, has a YouTube channel, and uh, I, I, he, he reached out to me a couple of times. I, I met him at a career fair. Uh, I was talking to 10th graders, so he's 10th going into 11th grade. He's been running a YouTube channel for a number of years, I think going back to like 2012. And uh, I think it's just cool to find. Um, I love talking to teenagers because you get a different insight into what's going on in the world. You get a different insight into uh, how people are operating because teenagers, his age group, they think differently than, you know, I'm, I'm 35. I don't know how old you are listening, but I think it's always fun to get insight into uh, other people's lives and other generations' lives, especially kids who grew up with the internet. They grew up with the tablets and iPhones in their hand, with technology at their fingertips. Most of society and most of the history of the world, as far as humans go, thousands of years, we've never had the kind of technology uh, that this generation is growing up with. So I find it fascinating looking at their outlook on life, and that's why I wanted to have him here on the show. Uh, I want to thank the sponsors who make this thing possible. The Clay Cup, at The Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram. Trade Secrets on Facebook, Secrets and Trade. Instagram, Trade Secrets underscore skincare. Juice, that's J-O-O-S. The Juice Bar, Facebook and Instagram. And Sports Evolution, that's Facebook and Instagram, at Leading Athletes. We'll talk more about the sponsors in just a little bit. But first, let's get this conversation started with Jeremy. This is Rob Z Radio. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Not good. Nice to have you here. Nice to be here. I almost said nice to your how are you. Like, (laughs) how are you? Nice. I'm nice. Jeremy Byers is here today. Hello. Welcome to the studio, sir. Nice to be here. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to have you here. So, uh... This is going to be, I'm excited about this podcast, number one, because you're very persistent. We met uh, at Hollidaysburg, or you go to Hollidaysburg, is that right? Tyrone. You go to Tyrone. Oh, you go to Tyrone. You're from Sinking Valley. Right, Pennsylvania, that's correct, so that makes sense. Uh, But we met at a career fair a couple of months ago. Yeah. You were a 10th grader at the time. You're about to become an 11th grader. Yep. Stepping up in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I was, my career fair table was uh, social media and communications and you had said you had a YouTube channel so yeah. we kind of started talking about that and one of the things I'm, I'm trying to do lately since you know we live in somewhat of a small area in central Pennsylvania not many people out there are like really some people might have a YouTube video or two or like have some stuff on their Facebook or on their Instagram but people aren't a lot of people aren't pursuing it as like a profession yeah. Which is something that you're interested in, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was cool that you're in 10th grade already starting that out when a lot of people are just watching YouTube videos mm-hmm. and wasting all their time. You're actually investing some time into making it happen. Yeah. When did you start making videos? Um, and well, move that microphone a little closer to you right. just so we can hear you better. You can tilt it up too if you need to. Um, I started really making YouTube videos somewhere around like 2012 2013 on my old channel and you know I didn't put any editing into them I didn't I just recorded something and I uploaded I didn't you know edit because I didn't know how to at the time um, and then I quit that channel because it, it wasn't really how I wanted it to be so I decided to restart how did you want it to be what was not right about it like I wanted at that time I started like really getting involved in editing and I felt like I just a fresh start would be a good idea so I uh, started a new channel, and 
I started making commentaries mostly. Well, I started out making video games, like video game videos. And uh, then I moved on to commentaries because you know, my internet at my house is like very bad. So I couldn't actually play video games online. So like <laughs> okay. no, nobody watched like what I was actually doing. I grew up, so he, you grew up in, Sink, you're growing up in Sinking Valley. That's where I grew up too. And yeah, there's no internet connection. Yeah. It's I mean, really it's, bad. it's really terrible. Yeah. So you don't have much of an option. Yeah. So I moved on to doing commentaries and, and that, that was all right. And then, I still really started to get involved with like the filmmaking like productions and doing stuff so I started doing comedy sketches on that channel and I just kept going and then I started doing live streams which was a uh, they were like sub for sub live streams where I would I would just put up a live stream and people could come on to the live stream and uh you know say subscribe to my channel like kind of self promote like helping people yeah and I would just put on the live stream and then just walk away from it and people would be subscribing because you know I guess they want to stay at the live stream well I realized you know they're I'm getting tons of these subscribers but they're not actually watching my content so it kind of with YouTube's algorithm you know oh you have a lot of subscribers but nobody's watching your videos so we're gonna like throw you under the bus so there's like nobody watching you so I restarted another time how does that happen that somebody would have a lot of subscribers yet nobody watches their videos that doesn't make are you paying for subscribers then or what's the story there no they were they were just subscribing but they the only reason they were subscribing because they liked the live stream they wanted to help themselves right so they just weren't yeah and they weren't they didn't care about me all they wanted to do was you know subscribe so they didn't lose the live stream and so they could find it again <laughs> so I realized that was a mistake mm -hmm. and I restarted again in December of last year and ever since I've been you know just sticking to making videos commentaries and I'm not on the last channel I had like a wide variety of just a bunch of different videos that were like very unorganized and everything so this channel was like commentaries and comedy sketches and that's pretty much it there's it's nice how on youtube you can lay that in lists of like what your content is yeah, i love that yeah. you can like layer with the introduction video more platforms need to kind of well i guess more video platforms which would really be like facebook they should have something laid out like that because you can design your facebook page if you have a business or fan page to be like oriented towards video or towards live video but you can't like break it down into categories like on youtube yeah i think that's really cool yeah it's really helpful because if if it didn't have that, it, people would be a it, scattered mess. Yeah, it'd be hard to navigate around my channel and stuff like that. So yeah. I wish podcasting. That's one thing with podcasting. I wish it had. You could take like just a subcategory off that you can find all of these kind of episodes in one spot. Yeah, and it's it's just very useful, very useful. Yeah, and it's it's just easier that way. I like to organize it with like here's all my uploads and then here's my comedy sketches. Like organize it into each section with playlists and stuff. And it's just easier to organize it that way. What's the YouTube channel if people want to find it? Jeremy Byers. How do you spell Byers? Is it B-Y-E-R-S? Okay. Yeah. And you've so you got rid of the first channel altogether. I think we talked about this at the career fair. I remember yeah. something yeah. being brought up about it. I didn't delete the channel. The channel's still up. Uh, I just abandoned it. I abandoned it, and I privatized like a lot of the videos because I just it's old content that. I mean, yeah, I understand it's, you can see how people started out and stuff, but I just privatize it just because like, it's not me anymore. Like yeah. I prefer to like be more like, this is who I am now. I'm like uploading the content I like doing now. So, so then you'll delete this account eventually or just shut it down <laughs> for the next, this is the new Jeremy in three years. Well, and I'm, just I'm, perpetually. Hoping, I'm hoping this one's going to stay how it is and just, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stick to this channel. Cause I, I really like what I've made so far since December and it's, it's all it's pretty much everything's perfect at the point. 
I know what you're point. saying though. When you, when you have something, you look back on it, and you're like, "Ooh, man." Yeah, and it's that uh, was makes me curl up in a ball and like. Yeah, cry. it's yeah exactly. Cold shower, and you're just crying in the shower. Yeah. This, lonely yeah in radio that's that was kind of the i guess the the trial by fire part of doing live stuff is that you can't ever go back you know what i mean there's no there's no regrets with like uh well radio is different i guess because you don't have like a radio account there wasn't like an account they could go to to find all of my yeah. content in one place but the live portion of the industry helped me out a lot unknowingly just because I was like, oh, I can just do it one time. I mean, you can record and voice track in, in the industry is very common, but to do things live is, uh, it, it's the it, you can just connect better. You can just mm -hmm. tell. It's very hard to make something that's recorded seem live. Yeah, do you know what I mean? There's yeah. always some sort of difference there. Yeah, which is interesting with podcasting. Like you can do like we're doing live video, but recorded audio. So it the, the recorded audio would sound live, I guess, because you are doing it live. Yeah. Um, I, in live streaming, I've tried that and it, it always, I just, I can't find a, a topic to really live stream about. And that's why I usually stay away from live streaming and I just work on, you know, producing good content and that's pretty much it. I don't try to, you know, do live events or anything cause it, it, it's always looks bad. Like it's not really, you know, structured the way I want it to be. So I just don't really do it. Yeah. It, the thing I find super interesting just from your from my perspective into your perspective is that you've you've come up with YouTube like as one of your main TV sources, right? Yeah. Cuz you were born in 2002. Yeah. So since then, I mean YouTube was like 2005, I think it really took off. Yeah. So, it's pretty much been your entire life. That's like one of the main platforms. Who who do you look at on YouTube and you're like, "Man, that is the pinnacle of like where you can get." Ooh. Like what do you love to watch, or not? Maybe not, not. Maybe not even somebody you love to watch, but it's just like you're impressed by the the world they've built on their channel. There's a there's a YouTuber named iDubs, and he's he has like six million. Yeah. And his fan base is like very toxic, but for some reason, like it's very entertaining. Yeah. Because he does these things. It's called content cops, and basically he'll he'll go after some other YouTuber and it criticize their content. It's not like an exposed thing. It's like criticizing their content. And it usually is like career ending for that other person. Oh, and really? Like it'll end their career because tons of people unsubscribe from them. And then Damn. his, and then his fans go after them. And it's like really toxic. Like those people are now like could be swatted because like people, you know, his fans will be like, call the cops on them and say, there's someone held hostage in this house yeah. and people like they'll be swatted. It's like, so they have to basically tell their p local police station, like, hey, this just happened. If you get a call, it's nothing's wrong. And it's like career ending for them. How like, does this dude still have a YouTube account? That's, I, don't, I don't get how these people thrive. I don't, I don't know. But like he'll destroy someone's career, but at the same time, he gets a huge boost from it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's. Uh, and how is he destroying them? Like, what's he doing? He's bringing up their past mostly and saying, like, opening people's eyes, like, hey, this is wrong, what they're doing. Because, like, for example, he went in on this one YouTuber where he basically made fun of children. Okay. And iDub said, you know, basically made fun of him. And then uh, that YouTuber who he went in on uh, always made fun of, like, physical appearances of the children and stuff like that. <laughs> so iDub's made fun of his chin. This, so this guy's basic account, like, the basis of the account was making fun of children? Making fun of children <laughs> and, like, their physical appearance. Oh, 
<laughs> so um, I know. Oh my gosh, I, I'm not laughing because that's. I mean, I don't know if it's funny or not. I've never seen it, but it, that's ridiculous. That's why. It, it that's is, hilarious. It, it is, and uh, I dubs went after him, and started making fun of his chin. You can see, like giving him a taste of his own medicine because yeah. this guy. So this this guy deserved it. Yeah. And this, he really didn't have a chin. Like, if you really looked at him, he didn't have a chin. So, like, he just made fun of his chins. Like, Thumb head. Yeah, like, halfway through the video. And, and it just ended his career. He's still, like, losing subscribers to this day. And it's been, like, almost a year and a half, almost oh, two years. Man. So, wait, is he tearing down people that, that need it? Or is yeah. he just, like, Yeah, he's oh, tearing okay. down people, like, who've done wrong. He's, like, a vigilante. He's, like, Batman for YouTube. Yeah, like, just yeah. going around stopping people. But himself, like, he's, himself as a YouTuber is still, like, he's done a lot of, like controversial stuff and i i don't know his it's like you want to hate him but you still his content is very controversial yeah because controversy makes creates cash yeah it's just the way it happens and that's that's i mean looking at, at radio perspective howard stern like he was it's probably you're probably too young to know like all about howard stern but like i mean he was ultimate level of controversy in radio and broke all kinds of standards and rules and kind of changed the industry just himself i was never like a giant Howard Stern fan in the content area of like it was a lot of, I mean I'm 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 a fan of like fart jokes and crude humor like I love it but it was just like over the top again and again and again running it into the ground and a lot of it was mean spirited and he's even gone back and I've listened to recent interviews where he kind of apologizes for what he was like back yeah. then because he was a nutcase but it was huge it was like the biggest thing ever so people loved it and he just became like the an icon now he is also an amazing broadcaster and a visionary for sure but that part of it I was always, I always thought wow why is that the thing that attracts people to him and it's just that it's like what's he going to say next controversy kind of yeah. thing like wow what's he going to do and that's what everyone's waiting for iDubs to make another video like that like people wait for that and when it's released they're like 30 minute videos so they're really long really and like just completely destroy somebody <laughs> and it's it's so funny it is so he's building up like a lot of steam to tear yeah. somebody apart like he's studying yeah. them for a long oh, time yeah. he, he takes sure. like he'll take like two months to like really look into them he doesn't upload for like two months he'll look into like this person and nobody knows who who the next victim is oh so iDubs doesn't release yeah. any content no. besides that and it'll take months in between. Yeah, well, he'll he'll upload. He does like bad unboxing where his fans like m mail him stuff, and it's really weird stuff that they'll mail him to. <laughs> but um, he usually does that, and he has a second channel where he like saves squirrels or something like that. I don't know, but like everybody <laughs> everybody loves. Uh, I his, love the internet. It's so ridiculous. Everybody loves his content cops because there's months in between where he'll just he'll research a YouTuber. They don't know who the next victim is, but when he releases it, I mean. It, everything chaos breaks loose. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's really crazy. I gotta check them. Is it I D U B Z or S? It's I I D U B B B Z. Okay. And then that's Make it even more difficult. I D U B B B Z. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm gonna check him out. Um, so is that is that kind of like when you got into YouTube when you started getting excited about it? Because I think everybody does. Here's the first question: Does everybody your age want to be a YouTube star? No. Okay. I think I'm interested in more of like the, uh, like, I'm kind of like a nerd, like a geek sort of person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm into technology and making, like, there's, my my school knows about my YouTube channel and it's like a, kind of a big thing. Like, everybody knows about it and I nobody else does it in my school. Like, there were people who did it, but they don't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And, uh my friend actually his name's Cody he pretty much got me into YouTube because he he actually did a had a channel he doesn't have anymore but well he doesn't use it anymore 
and he started making videos and I was like doing some videos with him and then I was like okay I really want to do this now and PewDiePie was always a big guy that I always looked up to because I mean he's the biggest on the platform so I always looked up to him and Cody pretty much got me into doing YouTube which and PewDiePie he, did he start on Twitch and then move over to YouTube once because uh, I think he just started on YouTube he did start on YouTube yeah. but he was doing he's doing Twitch as well or he started on YouTube playing video games yeah before he, Twitch really existed yeah I think he's I don't think he really live streams on Twitch. He live streams mm -hmm. on YouTube now. Um, well, he did until he messed up on stream. But yep. uh, yeah, he uh, doesn't really do gaming videos anymore. He just kind of just does whatever he wants to. Just now. like content videos yeah, and stuff. Yeah, just he, whatever he's talking about. Yeah, he's not trying anymore because like he's sixty-five million subscribers. Like nobody's catching up. Like, yeah, like he doesn't have to try anymore. Yeah, seriously, uh, he's like an anomaly. Right, yeah. I mean, that's not going to happen very often, like the level he got to. It's strange. Mm -hmm. My wife just showed me uh, Jeffree Star. I never knew about Jeffree Star before. Do you know who he is? I just I just found out about him. And he's like worth like hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And the world, it just blows my mind because like there's just such a, there can be somebody in a whole different part of the world and different things that you have no idea about. And they have like hundreds of millions of followers and they're super rich. And it's like, what how yeah. when it, it, it's it's a wild and like crazy these world. these people come out of nowhere yeah like, like they're nobody hears of anybody and all of a sudden the next big name is like here and and nobody knows where he came from like, yeah or, but you know they've been working know. on it for a couple of years nobody yeah. just starts out and yeah all of a sudden it explodes yeah. unless you're already like popular somewhere else yeah that's what we had been talking about before we started was like because you were saying about some of your videos not getting as many views as you wanted mm -hmm. them to. Yeah. And it's, man, it's like just this small thing. And I can say this, I guess, because I'm in the same boat you are, technically. It, nothing's really exploded yet. So it's like this small increments of like little wins that you'll see like over time. And you got to just keep doing it. Yeah. You have to, that's pretty much how you have to get big. Like you have to stick to it. Don't rush or anything. Like that's what I did. I used to do. I used to rush and be like, oh man, I'm, I'm never going to make it and stuff. And I, now I'm just kind of, taking it calm like i'm just stick to it i don't care if i have 137 subscribers for the rest of my life like i'm just gonna stick to it you really know that number you got that down yeah we're at 137 right now yeah <laughs> it's written on your wall 138 today i can feel it yeah 3085 views to in total on my channel okay yeah so far cool I think how many videos do you have up uh only a 30 couple like I on my last channel I had like three hundred something. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, that many. Yeah, and I like privatized all of them. So like, you were just cranking them out like on a daily basis? Were you knocking videos I, out? I tried to do it on a daily basis. I think I only had one week of the whole time I've done it where I've had one video every single day, and that's hard. Yeah, and I, it's not really. You have to kind of balance quantity and quality, and yeah. that's kind of what I'm doing now. It's like I'm not uploading every day, but I'm uploading weekly. And as long as I'm uploading weekly with good quality content, like I'll then I'm just gonna stick to that. That's so like, what are you talking about? Like you're doing the, the ghost hunts. Yeah, you're doing the. Well, my recent one is a ghost adventures parody where okay. we went into a uh, actually my friend's house. We used his house as the like the place where that was haunted. Yeah, and uh, we just basically made fun of how that they act on ghost adventures like you know over exaggerating like how it actually is there there's no like jump scares or anything it's all funny but uh it's yeah we all just do it for fun like it's usually all comedy like there's anything on my channel is pretty much comedy like there's not really any serious videos oh so you're not getting real like deep into commentary about 
No, I don't like political uh, and social no. economic issues and stuff like that. No, I don't. I don't. Tr- I try to keep any seriousness out of my videos. Like, uh, I think the most serious one I've done is uh, a video where I talked about a YouTuber named FoozyTube because if you know VidCon, they, they these YouTubers are trying to like make their own VidCon now, and I just kind of criticized that and that he did it. He tried to remake it, and I just kind of tried to criticize it, and that's pretty much it. It got. I don't know why, but my commentary videos get like pretty good views. From, like because people like to hear people talking about other people. Yeah, Dra- <laughs> like on YouTube, drama. No matter what it is, yeah. drama makes views. Yeah, you can just make stuff up yeah. and just roll with it, and it's gonna take off. Yeah, that's. that's it's a shame, but that's just kind of how. And, and I mean, the easiest way to get attention: call out somebody who's big, call out somebody mm-hmm. who's like higher up, and yeah, that automatically puts you. You know, people yeah. are gonna pay attention just because what are you gonna say about that person? Yeah. No matter what level it might be, but yeah, that, that's it's a shame. But I mean, that's that's TV. That's just people in general. It doesn't matter yeah. where you go; you're going to run into that situation. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's drama between two people, like people are going to watch no matter what. Like as much as they think it's stupid, they're still going to watch it. Yeah, like that's like Logan Paul and Jake Paul. They had a fake, they faked their whole controversial beef thing where they were making fun of each other, and they got 10 million views or 10 million subscribers off of that. I'm sure like they got way more views but mm-hmm. they got millions of subscribers off of that and it's so dumb but i was watching it like i thought it was so dumb but i was watching you're it. watching it thinking like i know this is fake yeah. i'm gonna try to figure out exactly how they're faking this fight yeah. like they were faking did it, they come but, out and admit that it was fake yeah yeah. Oh, okay. yeah they said oh yeah it's fake like after after like months later they did and oh, they made some good s- trolling they made so much money off of that it's crazy <laughs> And all I can really say is good for them. Yeah. I mean, they might be obnoxious, but that's smart. And I can't stand them. But like, how easy is that? It's your brother—it's your brother—and you're like, oh, let's just pretend to fight with each other. Yeah, people are gonna eat it up because mm-hmm. like, they were both already big from Vine, and that just set them that they were set. Then they they knew what they were doing. I feel like Vine to YouTube would be a difficult transition, just because it was like such short videos. Yeah, it really meant nothing. I mean, you you could you could pack somehow people would pack like these amazing stories in six seconds, but you try to it can or expand that to YouTube. That's got to be tough. Well, when Logan Paul when he moved over, it was kind of it seemed really easy for him because his first video he was almost like the biggest one on Vine, like mm-hmm. the the platform. And when he transitioned, I mean, all the little kids just followed him. <laughs> so and went right over. Yeah. So it was kind of easy for him. How would it make you feel if all of your fans were like seven-year-old kids? You'd have you'd be like, "Wow, this is amazing! I have lots of fans, and I'm rich." Other hand, it's like Ugh. they're kids. I don't know. Right. They, Unless you're a kid yourself, but if you're yeah. like twenty, I don't know how old he is. He's but like, like twenty, twenty-two. I don't know. Twenty-three. Still not even that old, I guess technically. So, but I still would be kind of sad. I wouldn't want little kids as fans. Like I usually have like my age teenagers, like sixteen. You know, that's usually my fan base. Yeah. Anything. I mean. I'm not like I'd be ashamed of like having little kids watching me, but it's like that just kind of as you as a person, like you're have kids watching your content. You're like for him, he's 22. He has a little kids watching his videos. And that's something that a lot of people use against him Yeah. because like he's making kids like laugh. Like that's his job. Yeah. And it's people use it against him. And I just I wouldn't want that to be used against me. But it's like I'm not I don't have to worry about that yet. Now, if he was like who, who, Mr. Blippy or Blippo, do you know that guy? No. He's like probably in his twenties, and he dresses kind of like a clown, and he does like because my son's four, so he watches we watch a lot of his videos, and it's just like him going to like playgrounds and just doing like goofy stuff. 
But it's huge. And he's probably, yeah. I mean, it's like the guy who wore the Barney costume. You know, like, you're dead inside, but you're making a lot of money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People love what you're doing. Unless you really love performing for kids, I and mean, that's a different story altogether. That's, and that's your thing. But I would feel like half the time it's just like, man, I fell into this amazing job that pays a lot of money, but I can't take it anymore, and I'm yeah. going to lose my mind. Yeah, and I can't believe they're they're going to reach a breaking point at one point. Like Who think so? The Pauls. They're going to they're gonna reach a breaking point where... They just, I Implode. think, yeah, I think all the, fa- like the, the famous, I don't know how to want to say it, their, their exposure is going to get to their head and their power is going to get to their head and they're just going to mess up. I mean, yeah. Logan Paul already did mess up, but you know, I, there, it's, it'll happen again. I almost know it. Yeah. I just know it will. Yeah. Well, they also, yeah, I would think that becoming really famous at a young age on YouTube might mess you up because you wouldn't, because YouTube's kind of like, it's, it's outlaw like there's no mm-hmm. there's not something you have to do like you don't have to listen to anybody you can pretty much just release whatever you want at any time and if it's good or people follow you they're gonna like eat it up and you're gonna make money so it's gotta be strange to be a, cause you've never had like rules or regulations towards yeah, like cause everybody, your profession like when you're young like that like I can even say the same thing like you always have that mindset where like I can do what I want and, and I've even I've even had that sometimes and I've screwed up doing it like that yeah and that's what happened to them. Like I can do what I want, and then you know. Now you're filming dead people, yeah, and look where you're yeah, at. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> his he, I can't believe you know, he didn't destroy his career though, and I, he should have paid for it like way more. But, oh man, I can't believe he's, he's too big. Yeah, it's just like he's he's unstoppable at this point. There needs to be a Me Too movement against him somehow. It's got to be out there. Yeah, and then I might just bring him down. Maybe yeah. he couldn't even touch him either. I don't know. It's there's so like. I've seen so many big YouTubers like go through so much controversy. It's and they're still thriving to this day. Like PewDiePie's a good example. He's messed up. I don't know how many times, and he's still growing. I mean, he's not trying anymore, but he's still growing really fast. Yeah. And it's it's crazy because like last year he made I think he made Nazi jokes or something, and <laughs> I mean everybody got mad at him. Like the Wall Street Disney dropped him because Disney was actually like owning him pretty much wow and they dropped him everything and and i mean his jewish friend even like came out and defended him <laughs> it was funny defended him yeah they came out and defended him and said like you know it's just a joke like people can't take jokes and i mean that's what happened but, but you got to be funny first i mean I, yeah. I don't know if he's funny or not some people he's funny i, 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 I think he's funny but i mean i i don't really have an opinion on his that that part of his youtube career because I mean, what he did, like, he kind of knew what he was getting into, like, making Nazi jokes, like, come on, like, you know what you're, especially on that big of a platform, like, you're the biggest one, like, set an example. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. What I still was, watch him, though. Was the joke bad? I, I've never, I didn't hear about it. It was like. Why don't you tell us the joke right now? <laughs> oh, well, he, he, uh, there's this website called Fiverr, and there was these guys who was, like, you pay them five bucks and they'll basically do anything. Yeah. And he wanted to just see he just wanted to see if they put death to all Jews on this like cardboard thing. <laughs> and they did. And they put it up and like put it on fire. And he's like, he couldn't believe it. Like, I can't believe they just did that. And then he'd always make like Hitler jokes and like, you know, jokes that meant nothing pretty much. But the, it was the Jew thing where like death to all Jews, like that was mm. what killed him. Although like, he didn't actually make it. No, it was somebody else. Did the, those guys get reprimanded? Yeah. They, 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 have, they got taken off Fiverr. Did they really? Yeah. I would I'd imagine that would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a natural move. But I, he couldn't believe it. And I, I was just like laying back and thinking like, holy crap, like what just happened? Like, you can't believe it. 
it's crazy like what people will do just for exposure and yeah i just hope i never go down that path let's break in real quick to pay some bills because my dude alan coble sports evolution at leading athletes on facebook and instagram to see what he does so he's located 2900 plank road in altoona pennsylvania that's where i take gracie brazilian jiu-jitsu he's a purple belt CrossFit certified levels one and two. He's a certified strength and conditioning specialist, certified personal trainer. He has youth martial arts. Uh, he really can uh, teach you how to tear somebody apart through jujitsu or can help you to repair your body. He helped me to repair my back. That's actually how I got introduced to Alan, how we became friends and uh, led to this podcast sponsorship. So sportsevolution.net. That's my dude. Shout out to Alan. Uh, shout out to Juice, J-O-O-S. That's Janet Juice. She runs that at 517 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg. Uh, everything is fresh, made to order. Hot soups, raw vegan baked goods, smoothie bowls, bone broth, cold pressed juice and smoothies. At Juice, the clay cup, 1304 11th Avenue in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Coffee, tea, freshly baked goods, bagels, oatmeals. She loves to collaborate. She loves creativity. That's Sarah Vogel. Uh, pottery painting also at the clay cup. Watercolor classes. It's a great hub for community in central Pennsylvania and trade secrets. Stephanie Height and her husband Andy, they create all natural, all in-house research and developed body care products, soy wax candles, wax melts, lip balms, whip body butters, all natural deodorant, sugar scrubs, all that good stuff at trade secrets. You can call them up at 814-505-6942. Thank you to the sponsors. Now let's get back to the show. I look at South Park, like whenever I was Whenever I was, well, I guess South Park started when I was probably like 18 or 19. But, that, I mean, that show broke broke every boundary consistently. They still do today. It's still They're still making new episodes, and they're still more outrageous than ever. Yeah. But, like, they're just so outrageous, and they've crossed so many lines, but somehow persevered through the whole thing. Just because they were like, well, we don't care. This is what we yeah. do. And Comedy Central also gave them the platform to do whatever they wanted. Yeah. Like, they've broken, like racism like they like pretty much everything that's like not good like they've yeah. done they even did muhammad yeah you know i mean like yeah. you can't even say his name and like they had a two-part series about him it's it's yeah. insane but looking at that and you think like those guys have i have so much respect for them because of the balls they have just to go out there and do yeah. that yeah. it's incredible i would never be able to yeah like you're you're it's a big risk honestly yeah. so you have to just not care it's on some level yeah. I feel like your brain has to be broken in some way, shape, or form. To, like, think, first of all, thinking of that, like, any of those jokes on that show, like, yeah. how do you think of that? Now, I think, I, I could I could definitely think in the same realm of the jokes, but to actually, like, say them out loud in public would be oh, like, yeah, Oof. Yeah, like, I've, th- I've thought of, like, really bad jokes. It's like, you shouldn't repeat, <laughs> but, like, saying them out loud like they do, it's like, yeah. I, what, what are you doing? <laughs> but they're, they're, they're good at it. Like, no one says anything. And it's all hidden through cartoons, so that makes yeah. it even, like, easier to digest. Yeah. It's like the mask. It's like their their mask. Yeah, like they're hiding behind it yeah. and it works, even though everybody knows who they are. That's yeah. the, the crazy part. So I guess, what what are you trying to do with what you're going to do? Like, what do you plan on doing when you leave high school? Are you going to college for anything? Um, I, If YouTube doesn't take off, then I'll probably either go try to use my talent of video editing and try to get a job that way. Or I'll probably go to a trade school or something like that. I guess that's what you call it for uh, carpentry. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I'm probably gonna do that. And if unless YouTube takes off, which I'm hoping it does, I'll probably still make YouTube videos though. When you say YouTube takes off, what what would it, what would it be for you? 
for YouTube to take off? Like 10K, 10,000 subscribers would just be taken off for me. Yeah. And like 50,000, that would be crazy. And, you know, 500K, like that, that'd be insane. But like taking off for me is like 10K, 15K. Mm -hmm. And that's usually there. It's usually easy the way on, like from there on out, it's usually pretty easy because now you have a big enough platform where there's enough people that will share your stuff mm -hmm. and you really don't have to work as hard. I mean, like right now, I'm, I don't have a big enough platform for people to like really, you know, share my content around with other people. And I have to pretty much do that myself. I have to, you know, constantly work and like put links everywhere and like for people to see. But once you have so much, like such a big platform, your fans will just do it for you. Yeah. And it's kind of easy. The momentum of it picks up and yeah. it's kind of snowball and it just takes yeah. off on its Snow own. Snowball effect. It just keeps rolling and it gets bigger. Yeah. But it takes a while to get there. I guess some, like like Logan Paul, for example, how long was he on Vine before that started taking off? You know, or yeah, do you was, know that? He was on for a few years and then Vine. Well, Vine isn't even that old, actually. It's like no. they started in like 2013. Yeah, I and feel like it was around for two years. Yeah, and then just imploded when it, it just disappeared. Yeah, he was. I don't know actually when he took off on Vine, but I mean, since he was already big on that platform, you know, he took off once he got on YouTube, and it was it was easy for him. Like yeah. the snowball was rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Moving that's, quickly. Mm -hmm. That's the cool part is that once it does, then you're just you're good to go. Yeah. Unless you really, I guess you could really screw that thing up, but. Yeah, but for some reason it just keeps rolling. Like for him, especially for him. Like once you're, I think once you get so big, like really, really big, you can pretty much mess up as many times as you want. And you'll still, no matter what, you'll be relevant to mm -hmm. people. And it's, yeah, it's crazy. Because either way, you're gonna get attention. Like yeah. you know, all all press is good press. Doesn't matter if it's yeah. terrible and or it's you, fantastic. And usually on YouTube, it's always like negative stuff is juicy, and that's the stuff that really really gets more views than positive things like you can go out and you know make a video of i gave 50 dollars to 50 homeless people and it'd be like yeah that'd be a lot of views but then you'd say you know i got in a fight with a homeless guy and people would be like oh man i want to see that it's like you know people just love negativity and it's it is really like not that's not good but that's just I mean, human nature you drive past a car accident you have to look at it yeah you have to stare at it and but say, you, like, but, what happened yeah it's it's so that's not good it's and really, you'll say to yourself like oh i don't want to know i don't but you do like yeah there's a party that really wants to know and yeah, yeah. i mean that's been happening forever that yeah. people feed off of that it's it's ridiculous but it's just it's it's very effective yeah. it grabs attention it's a shame, man, because I would love, I have watched videos where people go out and like help, you know, feed the homeless or whatever. It might be that something's that's positive, but at the same time, I would also just watch yeah. bum fights. <laughs> that's stupid, like that yeah. kind of stupid crap. Like I would still be entertained by that as well. I mean, it's, it's obviously they give you two different feelings, um, but the, and, and especially on YouTube's crazy because it's all in one spot and you can have something. I love looking at my recommendations because I watch so many random different kinds of things mm -hmm. that like horrible videos will pop up right next to like really powerful motivational videos. Yeah. Just like back to back, like meaningless people next to people who like changed the world. Yeah. And that's like our minds. It's, in, it's a, in a, in a timeline. You can look at like how your mind is. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> always is just drawn towards the negativity, like no matter what it is. And, I just, I, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't watch 
you know, positive videos like I do. I watch, I love watching, you know, people going out and, you know, you know, feeding homeless people or something. But on YouTube, it's really easy to fake that stuff. And I mean, it's also really easy to fake, you know, negative videos like that. And you don't know what's real anymore. Yeah. You know, once it, once you've seen all the tricks, like you don't know what's real. Yeah. Like you can fake, you can, people, I've seen videos where they've been exposed for faking, you know, going out and paying people so much money and because they're, you know, they have nothing in life and stuff like that and they'll pay tons of money. But it's like once they get exposed, then you, you have no idea what is real and what's not. And it's right. It's sad. It is really sad. And that's the crazy part is it doesn't matter what's real and what's fake. Yeah. That's the part that I find most surprising is in the end, if it was presented and it was blown up by the media or whatever the situation was, and then it comes out like, you know, a month later that it wasn't true, mm-hmm. that doesn't even matter anymore. Like all it matters is they got the initial hit of all the people putting their attention on like Logan Paul with the dead body in the woods. It was, you know, looking at that thinking, I guess obviously that was not staged. Yeah. People knew right away that wasn't staged because yeah. that like that, that man was actually hanging in yeah. a tree. Yeah. And that whole wooded area of Japan is like a it's yeah, like suicide a, forest. It's, suicide. Yeah, suicide forest. It's so strange. <laughs> but like people go in there to kill themselves. It's 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 wild, and that's fascinating. And so I watched a documentary about that before, just because it's fascinating in itself that that is happening. Mm-hmm. So for somebody to go there, I'd automatically watch the video. And yeah, see what it was about. And now he's getting a lot of exposure because he wants to do a documentary about like how he changed as a person. So now he's profiting again off of what he did wrong. And he's beautiful. Like, yeah, and he's, he's a like, marketing genius. I know, and he's like, oh, I changed, and I'm, I'm I understand what I did wrong, and now he's making a documentary on it. It's like, <laughs> and everyone's getting mad at him for that. Good for him, man. But people are still gonna watch it no matter what. Yeah, like I honestly, he gets on my nerves. But I'm like, that's he. He knows what he's doing on yeah. some level. Like he's yeah. figured it out. Like there's so much wrong that he's done, and I'm like, there's seriously something mentally wrong with you. But yeah. then at the same time, he is a genius for what he's doing, like how he's doing it. Abraham it's, Lincoln has a quote. It's something like, "I learn something from everybody that I meet. Usually, I meet the wrong things to do, but sometimes I meet, I find the right things to do. Like some, yeah. usually, I'll meet somebody and I'll meet them and realize, wow, I never want to act the way that way they're acting. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous." And that can also be a good thing. So, I mean, on either side, looking at Logan Paul, like there's some stuff that I'm like, I could definitely pick up some tips from anybody could who's trying to create something online. But then understand this is the direction you don't want to go in. This is crossing the line. You know, like finding those spots that are crossing the line. Some people are willing to walk up to that line and jump over it. I'm usually the kind of person who's just like, I'm just going to... Play it safe. I wouldn't I wouldn't say play it safe. It's just that I am going to just be who I am. Because yeah. me doing something like that would be fake. It wouldn't be who I actually am. So if I was to try to cross the line, I guess it would be just things that I believe that might be controversial, controversial to other people but aren't yeah. to me. Like it's stuff that I might believe that other people might hear and be like, that's ridiculous or that's outrageous or whatever. Um but if it's honestly the way you feel, then yeah. If, and you're, if you're doing it for clickbait, that's a whole different story. Yeah. And there's a lot of times where, you know, people, they'll cross the line and then they won't realize it until it's too late. And then, you know, they've just realized they've made a bad reputation on themselves. And I've done that in the past. I haven't done it in a while, but I hope I don't do it anytime soon. But I, in the past, I've made mistakes and I've realized, like, once I look at that, I'm like, what was I doing at that moment? It's it's really, you just, you miss it and you don't 
realize it until it's too late. That's yeah. You're just like wrapped up in doing it mm-hmm. and not thinking about how other people are going to react to it. Yeah. I made a dumb Twitter joke a couple of uh, uh, weeks ago. Something about blind people. It was like blind uh, guy. What was the dumb? It was such a stupid joke. But it made me chuckle. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. So I tweeted it. And this is like on such a small scale of criticism, right? Like, I don't, I mean, I have like 29,000 followers, but nobody is really, <laughs> nobody's looking for at me like as a news source or like some sort yeah. of, you know what I'm saying? So I tweeted that and I got like four or five people like, you know, that's rude or you're an a-hole because you're offended somebody who's visually impaired, which first of all, they wouldn't be able to read the tweet, number one. There's no braille yeah. for Twitter. So, I mean, they couldn't. Somebody read it to them. I think I saw that, actually. I think I saw that tweet. And then somebody tweeted me agreeing, and then they made a joke, too, and that made it even worse. And I thought, like, should I delete that because it offended a couple of people? And I thought, you know, personally, I know it's a dumb joke, and if uh, I just didn't. I was like, I'm just not going to. So that's a small little bit of controversy, I guess. Yeah. And it makes you feel weird. It makes you feel like, ooh, man, am I... But some people, I guess, are like, yes. Yeah, when you're going and, and you're you're doing something and you think it's going to be really funny and then it's just people's reaction to it is like completely different than what you thought it was. And I've done that a lot of times too. It's You put a video out and it's like, this is going to be good. And then people automatically think like, what's wrong with you? Like, why, why would you think that? And it's like, <laughs> oh, I thought it was funny. And then I just... I just ignore it pretty much. That's yeah. what I do. I don't try to make it bigger than what it is. Because as long as you think it's funny, as long as you think that it's good, that's good. Yeah. And if you just keep doing that, then you'll get the right audience eventually. Right. And that's that's something I've learned. Yeah. Well, especially like we live in a small area. So people yeah. who people are typically a little more sensitive in small towns, a little more yeah. introverted in small towns. You know, it, I think I think that plays a big role in it. Um, and then the further you get out into bigger cities and stuff like that, people kind of ease up a little bit. But that might not even be the case because that's where a lot of the social justice warriors come from and stuff yeah. too. You know, I mean, it's a, I guess it, it's anywhere really. There's just more of the same kind of people in bigger areas because yeah. they all flock to each other. But uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a wild. I, I I'm looking forward to like the rise and just going through it and and continuously moving forward every day. I made a conscious decision like at my 35th birthday. I'm like, I'm going to make sure I have content out every day. Something, some piece of content on a platform. Like hopefully 90% of the time it's video content, putting something out there to people because the only way to ever, you know, reach uh, any of those, those heights is you've got to just keep knocking it out, keep moving forward. And when you have something bad happen, when you have somebody criticize you or you realize, oh, that sucked, I shouldn't, that was a terrible piece of content and Mm -hmm. I never should have done it, like, just whatever, move past it and keep going forward because it happened, it's done, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, and moving on is probably the best deal. If you try to stop there and, and, you know, try to fire back at them, it's, you're just making yourself look like a moron. Yeah, you're just slowing yourself down. Yeah, and... Moving on is just better. Like you might learn from it, or you might just do the same thing. But either way, it'll just blow right over, and nobody has to worry about it anymore. Yeah, unless you're a real prick and you feel like you have to go back and just yeah. tear people's lives yeah. apart. I don't know. <laughs> or unless you deserve it. You know, if you deserve yeah. it, that's one thing. But even if you if you deserve it, you probably don't know that you do. You're not aware, aware enough to realize mm-hmm. that you have it coming to you. Um, but yeah, there's just uh, there's 
and this this is with anything that you're trying to make happen. You just gotta just keep cracking away at it, and eventually something's gonna break where it's gonna take off, and more people are gonna see it. And the beauty of the internet is you have all the all the platforms and so many eyeballs to take advantage of, mm-hmm. which is why I got into marketing. The marketing end of it, using the advertising platforms on Facebook, on on YouTube, on Instagram, uh, it's incredible because you can reach so many people and mm-hmm. you can not only build a living off of it, but put yourself in front of people who never would find out about you unless you made it onto like network television yeah, or into yeah. the movies or something like that. Yeah. I, I really hope that, you know, something good happens for me. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like really big. But I don't want to, you know, stay really small either. Like, yeah, like 500K, that's that's probably good for me. Like, that's probably <laughs> the limit. If I get any bigger than, okay, I'll be, I'll be happy. I'm not, like, it's a bad thing. But, you know, just as long as I make it, you know, somewhere where I get, you know, some short, sort of exposure, like 10K, that's, that's, like I said, that's good for me, like, yeah. being there. I'm not, I'm not planning on being on a big TV platform someday or anything like that. I just want to stay, you know, doing videos. That's what I'm going to do, and that's probably what I'll stay doing because I like doing it. Do you watch TV at all? I do. I watch uh, Impractical Jokers. That's probably like oh, yeah. one of the big shows I watch. That's a good show. It, it is. Those guys are so creative. I know. That's probably like the only show I watch other than SpongeBob. I still watch SpongeBob. <laughs> SpongeBob's good. <laughs> SpongeBob is good. I agree. One yeah. of the best cartoons ever made. Yeah. Without a doubt. I don't even. I don't have cable, so I can't. I don't really watch TV, but it's just. Your generation's just moving so far past that so quickly. Yeah, I feel like it. Like I watch more. Useless. I watch more YouTube than I do watching TV because, I mean, I probably watch more YouTube than the average, you know, person my age because I am doing it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's probably the only thing I really watch mostly is it takes up. That's the number one entertainment platform that I use is YouTube. That's pretty much what I do. Don't you think everybody that you're in school with with you would want to be on YouTube though if they like could no, make with, themselves do it? No, with my school it's like you're a loser if you do it pretty much. Really? Like like I get a lot of criticism for like what like doing it. Like That's cuz people just want to hate on other people. Yeah, and it. I I always think it's jealousy, but It is, man. That's all it is. But I I just ignore it at this point. I usually just laugh at them and like, okay, well, I'm I'm doing fine how I am. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, they're, it's usually just people just just opening their mouths for no reason. And well, I just, they they know one thing about you that they can rip on you for. Yeah, and I I don't get really. I used to really get like, you know, oh man, I'm doing something wrong when they did it. But now I'm like so used to it at this point. It's like. Okay, say whatever you want. I just I'm just gonna keep doing Yet it. Yet they're all watching YouTube all day long. Yeah, and like right, so I'll I'll say they'll be like, oh, that last video is really stupid that you made. I'm like, well, you still watched it, didn't you? Like, <laughs> thank you. You keep watching me. Stop watching me then. <laughs> but they'll keep watching my videos. It's like, but it's like you just said. Even if somebody doesn't like you, they'll watch because they yeah. they want to like. Oh, I was, yeah, I want to not like them more. Yeah, like, man, it feels good because they. I think they want more fuel to like add to the fire of like I hate you like, and they're giving themselves more fuel to never do anything yeah you know what I mean yeah, it's they're, hel- like, they're helping me more than they're helping themselves yeah like, that's exactly right unless they want to be miserable that yeah. could be the situation where they don't want to do it anymore yeah and like even teachers in school like know about my channel I think it's really cool like I there's this one teacher I think he I think he teaches world cultures or like geography or something I don't remember but he uh he's like a very loyal watcher of my channel and I think it's really funny uh like there's other teachers who watch every once in a while but and know about it and they'll make 
like we'll joke around about it like oh yeah he does youtube or you can make a youtube video about it or like based on whatever we're talking about yeah and i think that's really cool because none of them i mean of course they're teachers they don't have they shouldn't be saying anything to me but i mean they just embrace and they're like you know i think that's really cool and then there's the students in my school that are i don't know why they they just think it's cool to to be like oh you're an idiot for doing this it's just people like that's well it's how just it is. it's it's an easy thing it's mm-hmm. an easy target yeah like it's the one if even if they never met you they know you're on youtube like well the videos suck man yeah and it's like an immediate reaction like, they know that's probably gonna get under your skin like yeah and like don't suck <laughs> and like every Piece of garbage everybody in school i think oh man i i don't know how many people know i know a lot of people know about it i don't know how many exactly like my whole grade, the grade above me, the grade below me, like a few grades below me know about it. And it's like I don't know how many people know about this. I don't I didn't tell I didn't tell anybody about it really. Yeah. Like I told my friends and I, I tell people like, Oh yeah, I, I do YouTube but then I guess it just spreads and, and people see it and start watching it and it's like it's like the domino effect. Like it just starts spreading like crazy throughout the school and, and everybody just knows about it. And it's and some people, you know, think it's really cool that I do that. That like there are is that there is the group of people who think, you know, that's that's really cool that you're doing that. And and but majority of them, they're all like people with like you're you're an idiot. Like the negative voices are always louder. Yeah. Because they're always gonna just for whatever reason that human being always feels the need to just say things. They need to just like mm-hmm. mouth vomit, yeah. word vomit, like whatever they feel like yeah. that you need to hear from them. Yeah. But honestly, man, I mean, looking at it. They look at our area in general, and I guess most areas. Like most people around here, watch a lot of internet content, yet mm-hmm. don't put anything out on the internet because number one, it's scary to get in front of a camera. It's scary to watch yourself back and edit yourself. You yeah. got to come up with ideas. You've got to put yourself out there for criticism. Like all these things are like in the way of doing it. So instead of like addressing any of those, they're just like well, you're an idiot and your videos suck. And I'm, yeah. I'm awesome and I don't make yeah. videos, but I'm way better. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I think I really... I there are the people who would always talk about making a video. Always like, oh, man, you had the best idea for these videos. And like, where are, the, where are they? Did you ever make the videos that you yeah. were going to talk about? Like they'll be incredible. They'll, they'll criticize you, and but they don't, they don't have anything yeah. you know, that they've done themselves. Yeah. And I think I, I like adapted very well with the whole you know, being on camera sort of thing. Like at first I was, I didn't want to be myself. Like I felt like I had to be this other person. And now I've kind of gotten so used to it. It's like, I'll just be me. And like, I don't really care what people say. And the only thing is like editing my videos, like listening to myself, it still bothers me. Like nobody really likes the sound of their own voice. Like that's still kind of bothers me. Yeah. I've that's, been doing this for like 18 years. Yeah. Like everybody <laughs> just, there's, I'm sure like everybody doesn't like the sound of their own voice. And I know I don't like, I, I like editing my videos, but I don't like listening to myself. And, but I know it's still a good video a, apart from listening to myself talk. Yeah. But I, I enjoy it and I just get over it. It's like not a big deal. It's, it's not really a big deal anymore, but I still just don't like the sound of my own voice. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm the, I'm the same way. I'll hear, hear or see stuff that I do and I'm like, <sighs> like why'd I do that? <laughs> Oh, I hate everything. But then it's just whatever. Just move on to the next one. It's not that big of a deal because everybody has that experience. And I don't yeah. think, and most people never even, most people were too afraid to even hear the sound of their own voice or see their own face back. Like some people hate even just seeing a photo of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's a still image. You know what I mean? Let alone like seeing how they talk and act. 
that like that that's most of the that's most of the world. So like when you keep moving your way up, like it's just less and less people. I guess some people are naturally inclined to do it. They love themselves. They're yeah. okay with the way they are, or I am. or they just I'm don't. Fine. I don't mean okay like we're like they're like like their egos. Yeah, like a, they have a mis a, 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 uh, <laughs> the wrong perception of who they are, right? So they're mm-hmm. seeing themselves as somebody that's like incredible, and they're oh, usually yeah, not yeah. that good. Yeah. But when you can like actually watch yourself and dissect how you're doing, and then evaluate it and change it, mm-hmm. that's I mean that's a it took me years in radio to be able to do that. It took me a long time to listen back to myself and actually be able to dissect it and not just loathe over it and hear it and just be like, I can't do this job anymore. I got to get out of the industry. Just to keep going um, is is the most important part because I don't think I listen to Joe Rogan a lot and he talks about like he'll listen to a lot of, or watch a lot of his comedy sets and stuff and he most of the time doesn't really like what he does. He's not that big of a fan. I'm, I've been a big wrestling fan my whole life. Stone Cold Steve Austin, one of the greatest of all time, says he'll watch his matches and just pick apart everything that was wrong instead mm-hmm. of looking at what was right. So it's almost a good thing in a way to be hypercritical about that kind of stuff. There can it can be a flaw at a certain point, yeah. But up to a certain point, it's like it's a good thing. People yeah. can, you can make yourself better, and then you can adjust if you're willing to actually put the time in to do it. It's incredibly helpful, and I think the most important part is that you then learn something about yourself. Like you'll, yeah, yeah, you like understand who you are. And when I when I told my parents that like I think YouTube is something I really want to do. My mom's like, you just, just be yourself. She She's very, like, both of them are very supportive about what I do. Like, my dad doesn't know as much, but my mom, she, like, she really helps me, like, you know, you know, be yourself. Like, don't worry about what anybody has to say and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then I, at one point, I was like, you know, I think I really want to establish this now, and I want to really try to do this. So uh, we ended up building a actual a little studio. It's like an 8 by 4 little room. That, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that I like record stuff in and, and stuff like that. And I mean, I wouldn't be, I would not be in the position I am today if it wasn't for my friends and family. Like they, they have done so much for me. It's like, it's unbelievable. And it's, I'm really grateful for it because I mean, my friends, we do stuff, you know, behind the camera. Everybody thinks that, oh, you only use them, you know, you use your friends. And I mean, we do a lot of stuff behind the camera to just hang out like normally without a camera being involved. But I mean, they, as long as they want to do the videos and stuff like that, then then we'll do it. Like, yeah. if they don't want to, then I'm not gonna like force it onto them. But um, they've helped me out a lot uh, doing this and stuff like that. And my parents being very supportive about, it, and I, I really think that's cool because like, my parents are awesome. I mean, they don't. There's not too many parents who think like, oh, you want to do YouTube? Like, what well, you, you're ridiculous. And like having them do that, it's like it's really really nice to have them there. Also, I'd be thinking like, well, if you get rich, you can give me some of the money for helping you set it up. I mean, I'm your parents. Yeah, you know, we're, we're I'm your dad. I'm your mom. Why not hook me up? Yeah, we that we've, makes sense. We've talked about before, like, oh yeah, whenever if I ever get big, you know, we'll remodel the house and like do all this cool stuff <laughs> and like get new cars and things like that. And, like, you know, we we all yeah we all like enjoy it. Let's talking about it and stuff like that. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I I'm g- very glad that they're there to you know support me like that. I really enjoy that. Yeah, that's you, you need that support. My mom, when I was like 15, she asked me like, "What did I want to do? What do you want to do with your life?" And I was like, "Oh, I either wanted to be a professional wrestler or a radio DJ." <laughs> and I became a radio DJ. I was a professional wrestler for like six months when I was 18, and realized that's not my forte. 
Yeah. I could just watch it and not be involved in it. Um, but the rest of the radio part was like, I don't even think it was necessarily radio that I wanted to be in. It was just, if YouTube would have been around, I would have said YouTube, right? I mean, it was like but before 10 years ago or 13 years ago, there, that wasn't an option. It didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. So you couldn't like tell your parents that. You had to say, I want to get into radio or I want to be in TV or I want to be a movie star or whatever. And I find none of those things as appealing as being a YouTube star because they all have roles and like you got to go to a job and people are telling you what to do and you've got prep work to do and it's all this stuff people were like jumping in and giving their opinion on your thing and now it can just be your thing yeah that's awesome and doing youtube it's like you're your own boss it's yeah. like you want to upload when you want to upload you want to record when you want to record it's like no one's yeah there's no boss there it's like you're running your own business pretty much yeah you're your own ceo which is i think is really cool because I mean, I understand that, you know, people have jobs and they have to listen to their boss, but being your own person, doing your own stuff, like working for yourself pretty much, and you're only one person, I think that's like really cool and you can basically do whatever. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. I think it's really cool. It is. I, working for a company for most of my life and now being just on my own for about a year and like a quarter, it is, it's wonderful because of all the freedom, but you also realize Oh crap! If if you're like, I guess some people might be different, but like I have too many ideas and too much going on. It's like trying to find a balance of like, okay, I'm gonna do these things to get to here, and then do more things to get to here, and figure out what the right things are to do, and like moving yeah. forward that way, and not having somebody behind you basically just giving you a paycheck no matter what you do. If yeah. you have a job where they're just handing you a paycheck and you're not really doing that much, that becomes it's like too easy. It can be your life can become very complacent because you're not trying to do anything yeah so i feel i feel like that's that's the boat i'm in is man i gotta just keep moving forward because yeah and with, with youtube i mean you don't i'm not monetized like i'm not making any money off of it um but you know with youtube you have to reach a certain amount of watch hours and stuff like that and whenever you upload a video it's like if i were to be paid or, or like we can honestly like just say views are like a paycheck for me mm-hmm. like you put up a video and it's like it gets this many views and it's like then you know that's really good if that's one of your most popular videos or something yeah like then you know what like that did good do it again and if you can't like overdo it either like if you put up too many videos like that are related to the same thing then you know you just kind of get boring and dry and you know nobody wants to watch it anymore mm-hmm. but whenever you come across that one video that like does really good and it's like well, I'll do it again, then people will like it and change it up a little bit each time, and people will just keep watching, which yeah. I, th- I think that's really cool because YouTube can, you know, you'll learn that from, like, putting up your videos and stuff like that. You'll learn, like, what is good and what's not, and you can adapt to it. It's, like, it's really helpful, like, with YouTube t- teaching you, like, what's good and what's not. Yeah, what works, because what you usually think works doesn't work. Yeah. It's, like, the things that I enjoy the most, I just do for fun because I enjoy them but other people don't really care. But then some of the stuff that I do that's, I shouldn't say I don't care about it, but it's stuff that I do that is not like my top priority or like my most passionate thing are things that more people engage with and interact with. Yeah. But if you can find the sweet spot of those two things, like people will enjoy it. And it's also something that you dig. Like that's like, that's the best content because then it becomes so natural and it takes off. Yeah. 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 I enjoy where I'm at right now is, I'm really comfortable with it and I think I'm just going to stay on the same path and and I'll change up a few things down the road I'm sure but right now where I'm at I'm pretty comfortable. 
Cool, man. That's yeah. awesome. So Jeremy Byers, B-Y-E-R-S. Yeah. If they want to find you on YouTube, yeah. subscribe now. I think I'm yeah. subscribed. I'm pretty sure I subscribed. Yeah, whenever you were, whenever we were at the at the career fair. Yeah. yeah. So good luck, man. I'd love to talk again. Like you know, uh, what's what's it like at the end of next year? See where you're at. Yeah. See where the follower count grew to. Yeah. And like kind of track the following because, uh, I th- I think just sticking with it is gonna make it work. Like just yeah. cranking away at it and and whoever's on board, whoever's not on board. Like people want to go, they go. People want to come in. You know, you bring them in to mm-hmm. your circle of whatever you're doing. But don't stop doing it. Just keep, keep yeah. like focused on. Yeah, stick to what you're good at, and just keep going, and it'll come around. Even if you have to get a day job, like yeah. you're still doing the YouTube videos, still yeah. knocking it out, because that's what a lot of people do before they, they blow up. Like that's how it has to happen. Yeah, like PewDiePie, he was he worked at a hot dog stand. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's <laughs> and he was still doing YouTube videos. See, man, that's crazy. That's awesome. I love to hear that. Um, all right, cool, Jeremy. Thanks for coming in. Nice Anything coming in. Uh, you want to say to anybody before we wrap it up? Um, not really. Go check it out, and that's pretty much it. That's all I have to say. Cool, man. I was just happy to be here. Yeah. yeah thanks good. for being here. Yeah, good opportunity. Definitely. And uh, let's stay in touch. Let's let's like keep keep traps uh, keep tabs on one another. All see right. where we're at in the future. Yeah, I'll come back next year or something. Yeah, for sure. All righty. All right, see ya. See ya. Thank you for your time, Jeremy. If you're like me and you like to get a different perspective on life, I think hopefully that helped you get a different perspective from maybe, uh, you know, if you're uh, podcast listeners usually aren't as young as Jeremy is. So it's cool to have him on here to hopefully give anybody who's uh, older listening, older or younger than me, whatever, same age, doesn't matter, to give you a different perspective on what's going on in the world. And I I like Jeremy a lot because, you know, even at a young age, he has more drive than I had. He has more drive than I had at 27, and he's only 16, 17 years old. So I think that's cool. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed it. If you listened this long, obviously you did, unless you like to just listen to things that you can't stand. That doesn't make any sense, but some people live their life in a world full of hate, so I don't know what your life is like. Uh, But if you want to support the podcast, you can always do that. Uh, All podcast support funds. Go right back into the podcast and make it better for you to listen to. So thank you. Patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio. Rob Z Radio.com is my website. So everything about me, my internet marketing, uh, consulting, social media marketing, and consulting business, all the details there. You can see the results that I've, I've received for myself and for other businesses. You can also see my adventures with my son, Max. Uh, all podcast episodes, my my story, everything is at Rob Z Radio. Zebras, thank you so much for listening, for being a part of this thing. And if you ever want to be a podcast guest or sponsor, uh, or just reach out to me to say hi, you can do that at robzradio.com. Click that contact button, and I will be in touch with you. Shout out to Sports Evolution, to Juice, Trade Secrets, Clay Cup for making this thing possible. And I'll talk to you next time. This is Rob Z Radio. <laughs> That's brutal.